We're back with Colin Fleming, who wrote the book Sam Cooke, Live at the Harlem Square Club, 1963, for a few bonus questions. Thanks for joining us again, Colin. Oh, no problem. So what, in your opinion, is the legacy and relevance of Sam Cooke today, musically and culturally? I would say that his legacy is I wanted to be not shortchanged in that we put so much emphasis on on race, especially right now, for so many different reasons. I think some of those reasons are legitimate and some of those reasons are suspect. But what draws me to Sam Cooke and what I think will always have his legacy be relevant is that he speaks to all different forms of progression and overcoming. And there are all kinds of things that people are challenged with to overcome. So you can be someone who is this, or you can be someone who's that, and you can find as much meat to partake of in Sam Cooke. So I would never want it to be like limited, like some sort of like, well, this is for this cause, because I think there's a humanness to Sam Cooke and his art that is ultimately what's going to keep him around forever. So is there anyone out there today in any genre that you feel brings to the party what Sam Cooke did, particularly with the Live at the Harlem Club album? I don't know. I mean, there are people I like, and some of them are, like there's some an English musician who hasn't done as much in recent years called Jamie T, who had an album called Panic Prevention in 2007 that's getting reissued for its 15th anniversary, which is like probably the best thing I've heard this century, which is wow. not like Sam Cooke, like stylistically necessarily, but there's this kind of echoing existentialism, in my view, to Sam Cooke's soul, which is itself my version of what I consider soul music. I don't necessarily just think it's like Otis Redding doing his thing. And Jamie T has that same kind of like existential echoing in his music. And that's something that that gives me sustenance. But so many things are just so formulaic and they're de-individualized, like just so much of society is right now. It's parroting. And Sam Cooke was not a parroter. So I think when we do come across someone like that now, and I can't even call anyone to mind, that's someone who changes the world. That's a visionary. And that is the kind of person we need more than any other kind of person right now, I believe. Now that you've written a book on soul music, do you have a favorite book on soul music that you'd like to recommend? Uh, You know, this is where I sound like some just um, curmudgeon, but no, I don't. (laughs) I I, I really don't. Like there wasn't like books I read and I thought, oh, and, and obviously I'm like reading all of the time. But what I would encourage people to do is to do a version in their own life of what Sam Cooke did. And that's go out and find their own way, find your way, whatever your path is going to be, which is endemic to you. But I would just, I know sort of like, I've noticed this thing when I, when I write some of my books, that people are like really gung ho about research, because I think what research means for a lot of people is you do something for six months where you're just at a library surrounded by books, but probably like yourself, when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, I, I couldn't just stop learning about this stuff hmm. And ever since. So sometimes it's inconvenient because like someone wants to know where a fact came from or a quote. Well, I mean, I read it like when I was 17 years old and I just couldn't get enough of this stuff. So you just sort of absorb it and think about it. And that becomes, in many ways, the research is such. But no, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, that's the one to go out and get. So I, I just, I mean, I'd be making something up. 
All right. Well, that may cancel out this last question, but I'll ask it anyway, uh, especially because with the last two years, we've all had a ton of time on our hands. And it seems that there's just so many more music documentaries out there these days that cover a lot of artists that maybe people don't know about or events. Obviously, Summer of Soul probably sits atop that list. But are there any recommendations, new or old, of movies for the Sam Cooke and the Gospel Soul Rhythm and Blues music fan you'd recommend? Oh, sure. For that for that type of music, yeah. I would say that you can spend a decent chunk of time on – it's a wonder what a resource YouTube is just for anything. I was just thinking about the things that we've talked about in our conversations. Anything I think that we've brought up can just be accessed, Billy Holiday, Strange Fruit, through YouTube, live versions, whatever you want. So there are things like the Tammy Show from 1964 – that you can probably find on YouTube or somewhere online. And all of these great shows, too, of these blues artists in Europe in 63 and 64, that type of thing, where it's it's a goldmine. And people tend to only gravitate towards that which is put in front of their faces. Mm. And that's one of the great things I think about being passionate about a kind of music is you're into somebody and then you go looking for the work of who they were into so youtube is not just going to be your friend in terms of like oh look it's howlin wolf doing this in 1964 on the side it's going to be like if you like this why don't you check mm-hmm. this out and it's like all right it's just <laughs> so like paint by numbers easy like you remember back in the day it was some effort to go to the library and to go to the used record store and you had to work and now you don't have to work you just have to start at the right place like one time and then they'll do a lot of the work for you well said colin colin fleming whose book sam cook live at the harlem square club 1963 on the 33 and a third series thank you again colin for joining us sure no problem if you enjoyed this teaser have a listen to the complete podcast episode on your favorite podcast provider please follow subscribe and share And thanks for listening to All Music Podcasts, a member of Pantheon Media. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 